Welcome to the Nathan Bitzer Show. On today's episode, we will discuss finding community support for the ketogenic lifestyle. What can you look for and how you can enhance your journey? I am joined by others who give their perspectives on finding community support. This podcast is not intended to be medical advice. Please consult with your physician before making any changes. All episodes of the Nathan Bitzer Show are recorded live on the Clubhouse app, and you can join the live audience as well. You can follow me on the Clubhouse app or the Clubhouse House, My Keto Recovery, or the Clubhouse House, Keto for the Soul. That's Keto, the number four, the soul. I am a health coach and can be hired at NathanBitzer.com or MyKetoRecovery.com. You can follow me on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, all with the same username, MyKetoRecovery. So on uh, today's Clubhouse here, uh, I'm going to kind of go over some ideas for looking for community support uh, when you're in this lifestyle, in a ketogenic lifestyle. And I just wrote a few notes in. Chris, if you wanted to come in, up and uh, do things while you're waiting for your situation, that's fine too. Um, and uh, wanted to share as well about uh, community support. Um, you're more than welcome to. You're obviously not obligated to. But uh, if you have any ideas, uh, that'd be great too. So um, I remember when I first got on Clubhouse, um, Triple J, who is on Clubhouse quite a bit here, kind of made a good point about a program. Um, one program I've been involved with a few times, and he had been involved with as well, was called Weight Watchers. Uh, I think they're international. Um, and um, basically, now that I've kind of been in this lifestyle, I kind of understand that maybe their philosophy of weight loss and health um, are very different than what it probably should be, at least in my opinion. But one thing they did get really right is they were really locked in on community support. Um, if you haven't attended like a Weight Watchers meeting, um, <clears throat> they have weigh-ins every week, typically in person. Um, the other thing that they can do is you get like little awards, like when you lose five pounds, when you lose 10 pounds. Um, people share success stories. There's sometimes a speaker during the week at these meetings. They're all over the uh, world, I believe, at least in the United States. And, um, you know, sometimes they have a topic, sometimes people share, some people talk talk about struggles and that kind of thing. So the community they've built in is really still solid. Now, that's probably about the only thing uh, I think I agree with uh, on the whole Weight Watchers paradigm. Um, a lot of the um, strategies I have as far as weight loss and health, I, like I say, I'm kind of at, um, I'm kind of estranged from that nowadays and kind of see that as not productive for, for health overall. However, they're really locked into community support. Um, and there are other forms of community support that we can do. And I'm kind of going to go over those. Uh, you know, like I say, there's not one thing in particular uh, that can, um, that uh, will, uh, will uh, be better than the other. Uh, one form is, uh, is uh, what I'm doing now. Uh, there's two things um, that, that uh, come in as, as community support. Um, and also, the one, before I get into that, community support doesn't necessarily depend on, um, you know, you have to be social, you have to be interacting with somebody. Um, it kind of can be a solo journey or it can be something that's kind of shared through different forms of media or social media. Um, so I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, I, by, by nature, am pretty introverted. Uh, and um, I've kind of learned over time that... Um, being more extroverted or less introverted, however you want to look at it, is kind of dependent on how, um, uh, basically how you get your energy. Um, and if something gives you your energy, that, that you might be extroverted in that characteristic. So some people kind of feel like they're on a spectrum. I think most people probably are, if not all, um, are probably on a spectrum of introversion or extroversion. Um, and it just kind of depends on you know where you kind of line up like some might have more qualities of one than the other and vice versa um so that's kind of where that comes from um the, one of the big forms where you can look for community support just and these are just ideas that i have um is what i'm doing here now uh, i'm on clubhouse this has probably been one of my biggest anchors of community support uh if not my biggest anchor for community support in this lifestyle i've met interesting people i've got to meet them in person not just on this app uh, I interact with them offline as well, um, and they share so many things in common with me in this lifestyle, and I, I feel like I'm not alone in this journey. 
Um, and also with this, I use this as a platform to record my podcasts. Um, and podcasting is kind of a form of um, a, a for, form of community sport. Um, not only do you get like there's a lot of people out there with different kinds of content. Some have different focuses, like some uh, people focus on like uh, ketogenic lifestyle for women, or even that there's a couple out there for men or people over a certain age or a certain lifestyle, that kind of thing. So it can be very specialized depending on what you want to accomplish. Uh, fitness is another one as well. So there's a lot, a lot of spectrums out there in podcasts. Now, it's kind of funny because they're both very similar because they're both audio apps, you know, whether it's a podcast or it's Clubhouse like this. However, uh, Clubhouse is a lot more interactive because you're interacting with people, you're talking, there's dialogue going back and forth. A podcast is very one dimensional and it's, it's going just out and it's, and it's, you know, however you want to receive it is, is de dependent on how, how, um, how you're receiving it. Um, so while they're both very similar, similar in their vehicles, um, they, they have different kind of deliveries in a way. So podcasting is one that I would mention off the top of my head. Um, and as well as this app as well. Uh, I think those, those were things I really dove deep in and got really involved with as well. Um, and, uh, and took that up, uh, another form of, um, of community support, and this is kind of what I also dove into, is uh, social media. And I'm gonna pick on one a little bit because it's a little bit more specialized, at least in my experience. And um, I'll kind of uh, break that down. Uh, Facebook was one of the biggest ones I tackled into right away. Now, the, big, the, the thing about Facebook is there's a lot of groups you can join. And just like podcasts, you can have like a lot of specialized groups with that. You can have people who are, you know, type two diabetics, uh, and doing this lifestyle keto or women and they're doing this lifestyle beginners uh, and doing this lifestyle um, certain people that are focusing on fasting uh, intermittent fasting those kind of things there's, there's a whole spectrum of stuff that goes on uh, with those so there's a, a ton of those one point of caution I use for people when they're exploring these areas of community support they have different administrators and they can have very strict rules to some uh, when it comes to it. Uh, for example, uh, Jason Fung and his group, um, and Megan Ramos, I can't remember it off the top of my head what it's called, but they have a fasting group and they are very sensitive to triggers. They do not allow posts of food. Um, and there's certain language I think they have like limitations on as well. So like I say, if you use caution in these groups, you can get a lot out of them, but you kind of have to know the rules on uh, beforehand. Um, because if you do that, and then sometimes there's hurt feelings going in this because a post will be removed um, and that kind of thing. And um, sometimes people just don't fully understand that or maybe didn't quite grasp that when they joined. So I use a little bit of a caveat there. Um, when you're joining certain groups, you have to go by their rules. Um, and that the beauty of Facebook is you can pretty much make your own group and do however the content you want to create. So those are probably the biggest things I would uh I would advise on that. So, um, like I say, social media is a great thing. Uh, Facebook with the groups is a little bit more specialized, but you know, also building community on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or YouTube, um, whatever social media is out there, even LinkedIn. I've even got a few contacts, uh, in my personal experience. Um, you can make some great connections there. You get content from people, videos, uh, maybe focusing on a topic as well and, uh, and, and discovering it that way as well. So, Social media can be a great tool as well. Uh, another way to get community support um, is uh, through coaching. Coaching is a great way. Um, there's tons of coaches out there in this lifestyle. Again, just like you know, social media and podcasting, you can have a spectrum of people who have a different, whole different bunches of fo uh, different focuses. Some people focus on women on this, like I said, women or men on this lifestyle. People who are maybe type two diabetics or uh, in remission from type two diabetic or, you know, other health conditions as well, kidney disease. Um, there's a whole spectrum that's out there for you. And, you know, a lot of times that, that can be a big focus uh, food addiction as well is another area of focus that people can have. So coaching is, is a great way to tackle that as well. Um, and, and having that resource to build community as well. Uh, and one thing I, I'll bring up as well in this lifestyle is uh, 
you know, sometimes you, you're kind of stuck in a place where you don't know how vocal you should be about this lifestyle. Um, you're, you're maybe afraid of the backlash you're going to get, or maybe you do get backlash from it from either family or friends, either trying to convince you that it's not healthy or they're, maybe you're the uh, making the meals up and they don't maybe like what you're making. Um, so there, there are kind of those things you are. But I do think having a dialogue with people at certain times that you have to be very careful about how you wave it. Cause I think when we get in this lifestyle, especially in the beginning, we can be kind of evangelical about it, you know, cause we've seen some benefits, we've seen some improvement, we've seen some weight loss and we want to tell everyone about it. And we want to kind of feed them with a fire hose and you got to be careful about that. And, you know, if you're doing that all the time, it can really wear on people and you just have to gauge it. Um, I, I kind of like to let my light shine that rather than shining my light at people, um, if they ask questions for me, um, then I will fill them on on what I do. Um, I don't ca have any judgment for what people do or eat um, because, you know, I came from that lifestyle and I always kind of put myself in their shoes and think, okay, well, if I was living the old way I did and they were telling me what I believe now, how would I receive it? And I'd probably either ignore, or ignore them or blow them off or something. Um, I probably wouldn't take it as, as well as I probably should have uh, for, for my health. Um, so, you know, I do think involving family and friends can, can really help with your community support. Depend, you know, even if they're not involved in this lifestyle, at least understanding you. Um, I told my daughters about what I do to a point. Um, and at the same time, just because we live in two separate households, um, I, I don't enforce my rules on my daughters as well. And there's also like, you know, the teenagers that are, there's, you know, concerns about body image issues and those kind of things. And I just don't want to wade in those waters. And everyone has to make that personal journey for themselves. Um, but um, yeah, those, those are kind of some things I just wanted to run through as far as community support. Uh, you know, going on the internet and, and looking for other forms of support is a great way too. Um, and, uh, you know, forming your own clubs. Um, one of the things I ran into, I think it was uh, less than a month into this lifestyle, and I found out through somebody, like not even like just an acquaintance, not even like a friend or uh, a family member or anything about these in-person meetings. Uh, it was called Ketogenic uh, Minnesotans, excuse me, Ketogenic Minnesotans. And they got together once a month. I think it was the first Saturday of every month, except for the 4th of July weekend. And they would get together and just talk about their success. It was like a Weight Watchers meeting in a way. It was, uh, you got together, talked about your successes, maybe your challenges, um, maybe you had a topic. Somebody maybe brought in an, like an actual keto food that they made and you could sample it if you like. And um, I actually, this is how I met Lenny because he actually attended the same meeting, the first meeting I went to. And I think he was only like a month into this lifestyle at that point, or no, I'm sorry, uh, half a year. Uh, like six months into this lifestyle. So one of the very few people I knew before this lifestyle was Lenny or before clubhouse rather was Lenny because I had met him at this meeting and then, uh, you know, the pandemic happened and people were locked in and our meetings kind of stopped. We did kind of a virtual thing for a while, but it kind of fizzled out. And, um, it was, um, and then I just ran into him here on this app and it was kind of a beautiful thing because we're in this community and by chance I just happened to run into him again. Um, so having in-person meetings can be, and I, I know, I think there are still groups that do that, but again, my extroversion side or my introversion side likes, <laughs> likes to have my space and my, and my own rules and that kind of thing and how I get my energy and draw those things. So I did want to cover that, um, and, and go over a couple of those things as far as getting community support. Um, you know, some might, some things might require an investment, some might require a time commitment and, or you know, an investment as well. And those will be up to you to choose how you want to do that. But um, those are just a couple ideas I had, uh, Chris or Christina. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys are available, you're on stage. And if you guys wanted to come up or share in the chat that, um, that you wanted to uh, do that, uh, or just share any ideas, that would be great. Um, I'd be open to do that. But Chris, if you wanted to talk a few things, I know you're really into podcasts. So if you have any more on that or anything else I've said, as far as community support, feel free to do that. Yeah, no, I, I, um, when it comes to podcasts, you know, I, I, I started like, you know, what, six and a half years ago. And I was 
literally like downloading them one by one and, and listening to them on a thumb drive in my car until I found out there was podcast apps and then I used my phone. But um, I I find it a, a way to, you know, encourage myself to to understand the, the science behind it. It's, uh, it's, it's made me, it helps me believe more about what's going on. And, and I still, I still hear all the time of, you know, people questioning, um, is this really a, a thing? If this, you know, if, if keto or low carb or carnivore is actually real and, and works and that's, you know, that's because most of those people don't take the time to like actually deep dive and take a deep dive into the research and the and the podcast and that's one of the things that's really helped me out and helped me with understanding things and i i can actually explain to people when they ask me questions it's really nice uh other things so um when i first started uh, i found a you know couple of facebook groups and we also found a Facebook group that would have local pod, uh, potlucks, and we ended up, you know, um, like getting about 30 people together and having a potluck and sharing foods that you typically wouldn't go out and buy and, and take the time to make the recipe and try it out to maybe it didn't work or maybe you wouldn't like it. It was really nice to go to a, to a potluck and actually have um, the ability to try these things out and then be like, okay, what's the recipe for this? Because I tried Brussels sprouts um, at a potluck. I absolutely hate Brussels sprouts, but I ended up liking them because of this uh, potluck and asked uh, who made these pot, you know, these uh, Brussels sprouts and it ended, you know, ended up being somebody I knew and got the recipe and I made them, you know, a few times ever since. It's, it's, it's always nice to have that community to work with and, and uh, to talk to and, and to suggest or, or get suggestions from. It's, it's always been nice. And then I found, you know, Clubhouse after almost five years, I found Clubhouse and, you know, ended up, you know, finding hundreds of more people to talk to and, and, and be friends with and met my lovely woman because of it um that's but that's another long story uh but you know that's part of the community is 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 us being there for each other and and you you get some lifelong friends from this absolutely chris thank you for sharing and before i forgot this i knew i was going to forget one thing um, is the other thing that, um, that can also give you community support is going to events. You know, there's KetoCon, there's the Keto Orlando Summit, which is here in Orlando uh, in early August, first weekend in August. Um, you know, there, there's events all over the, the uh, country. And if you go to, I think it's lowcarbevents.com, um, I think it's even international, but mostly in the U.S., is all the uh, low-carb slash keto events that are going on, you know, within... I don't know, 12 to 18 months or so. And you can kind of look ahead and see if one's coming to your area or maybe you want to make travel. Um, I would say there's at least a dozen kind of, you know, more or less every month. And I've gone to four separate events um, in, in my myself personally. I've gone to Keto Orlando once. So I'll be going here in, in August in a couple of months or two months now. It's almost a month away exactly. Um, I went to KetoCon a couple times. I've gone to Keto Friendsgiving a couple times. Uh, Keto Palooza last year. You know, those were just a, a handful that I went to, and these are great ways to to do it. And um, uh, the two crazy Ketos, um, um, the, the Stofers, uh, Joe and what's his wife's name? Why can I not think of his wife's name? Rachel, Rachel Stofer. Um, they had a great point about going to these events. And when you go to these events and you see people in person, it's different. Imagine going to see a band that you listen to. Like I, I put on my AirPods, I listen to Spotify, I crank out some Metallica, some old Elvis or Dolly Parton or whatever mood I am in. Well, I can't go see Elvis because he's dead, but you get my drift. But when you go and see these person and these bands in person, 
it's a whole different experience. Um, can you get like some pleasure out of listening to your favorite band on a, on a podcast? Absolutely. But there's also a whole bunch of energy when you're surrounded by people who love the same music and you go and hear them and they're smashing out whatever song they're, they're, they're putting out. And it's just a different, like, uh, it's almost like a religious experience if, if you're really into it. Um, but that's a great point. So anyway, I just wanted to make that point about going to events as well. And kind of going back to your point, Chris, sorry, I didn't mean to jump on you, but I knew I'd forget something. So I wanted to make sure I tied, tied that back as well. Um, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And your potluck thing that you kind of talked about sounds exactly kind of what Lenny and I kind of used to do in, in a way. Um, but, and then, like you said, you, you hated Brussels sprouts before somebody made something, you tried it and now you love it. And now you've kind of found out you've kind of loved it, you know, Brussels sprouts in a way. And that's kind of what these experiences can do. It opens you up to new things, new ways of people. And I actually have a, a good friend who's in AA and, the one thing I kind of talked about, especially when I'm on this app, Clubhouse, is I said, you know, because he they, they've been in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, which is also very community, you know, into community sport um, and been going, you know, fairly often for a couple of years now and made some good friendships out of it. And I kind of noticed that, too. I've, I've made some great friendships on this app and I got one thing I kind of realized that I asked them about it. I said, do you feel like you would have like met these people in your life, um, like just by chance or found other things in common with them? Had you not shared these things in common and, and gone to these meetings or, you know, met them through this app or what have you? And, and they were like, no, I, I probably wouldn't have. And I kind of feel the same. Like, I don't know if I would have ran into these people, especially me being an introvert. Um, but the beauty of it is I've connected with people I don't think I'd normally really connect with. Um, and that's more on me. It's not them. It's just, that's kind of my personality and it kind of brings that out in me. So, um, but yeah, uh, Chris, thank you for sharing that and sharing your experience on podcasts. Um, if you ever want, uh, an ex somebody with an encyclopedic knowledge of podcasts and this low carb ketogenic lifestyle or health or whatever, cause I, you know, sometimes they're on fasting or what have you. Chris has listened to a lot and he's got a lot of experience on who talks about what and interviews and, and that kind of thing. Uh, and Chris Long, it's a ketogenic geek, I think on Instagram. Is that right, Chris? Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. But, uh, Christina, you've, you've been up on stage. I Googled the time you're in Australia and I think it's about 5 AM your time. So you must, I, hopefully you're up here and I didn't wake you by pinging you into this room. <laughs> and uh, either way, uh, if you've got some ideas and you want to share anything, that would be great too. And also at the same time, if anyone else wants to come up stage or share things in the chat, I will invite you. You don't have to come up, but you can do that. So Christina, if, if you're ready, um, you can unmike and share if you've got some time. Hey, Nathan. Um, it is. It's currently almost 5.30. I'm usually awake um, pretty early anyway I think probably once I switched over to to carnivore for me um, I actually started to get up a lot earlier so once I'm awake I'm awake uh, so no you did wake me no worries there uh, I am my own master is what I usually will tell my clients because they might message me in the middle of the night and go I hope I didn't wake you I'm like no 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 I, I, I organize my phone and make it work for me not the other way around um, so no no worries there but i loved all of the things that you listed as i was listening to that because i was like tick yes 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 um i fully agree with all of those things um i probably haven't found community so much um until recently so like i am now heading towards my first birthday as a carnivore uh and so I've only really just started to develop community like this um, that way. But as I was listening to you talk, I was like, oh, I've done this in other ways. So for me, you know, I've always had my, my business on Facebook and so on. So I just, I think 12 weeks in, I went, right, that's it. I'm ripping the bandaid. I've done this for 12 weeks. Now I'm going to tell everybody what I'm doing. Uh, and that ripping the bandaid off and coming out publicly was a massive accountability sort of space for me of actually showing up and sharing what I'm eating, what I'm doing, what's happening with my body, all of that type of stuff, all of the information uh, that I've gleaned and learned and so on. And that for me was kind of how I got my community because my followers started to ask questions and started to change. And I actually have noticed that my audience has really changed a lot since, since doing that. 
there's also people that are watching like you know as a naturopath I have a ton of other fellow practitioners that are kind of watching just waiting for me to die so I do a post every month going hey not dead yet (laughs) and this is how I'm going uh, which I always think is hilarious Uh, and I want to write that post in five years time hey five years over here still not dead yet Um, and, and put that out there just as a bit of a side joke but the other thing too is like I have a podcast as well mine's on on YouTube uh, and what I did, and I didn't realize until you said it, was like I naturally created connection by interviewing other people who are doing the lifestyle. So my podcast is Conversations with Carnivores. So, you know, almost every week I'm talking with somebody, sharing their story uh, and listening to what's happened for them. How, what are the challenges they've had? What are the struggles that they've faced? Because often they're very similar. Uh, and that kind of makes you feel like, oh, yes, I'm pretty normal here going through the same things you might come up with some really great ideas together because they're doing something that you haven't done or they've looked at it from a different perspective and go oh wow that's a really great way to think about it I hadn't thought about it that way and that completely changes this whole scenario uh, for me so one of those for example is um social gatherings like you know people are often worried when they they're keto low carb or they even just make any dietary change what's my social like going to be like and one of the things that that I I will talk about with them is let's remember that the reason people are coming to the dinner table like if you're asking them out for dinner is not so much about the food the food is the vehicle that maybe will get them there or the excuse that's getting them to the table but they're ultimately coming because they want to be in connection and relationship with you so stop thinking about the food so much maybe figure that out and work out what you can have ahead of time but Really think about the connection and put your energy and your time and your focus during that that moment in time really on connecting with those people. Make them feel so loved that they go, I can't wait to go out with Nathan again because that was so fantastic. I, I feel so loved up. He really listened to me. I feel so connected. Like that was damn good. And then they've got nothing to think about the food. Though who cares what's on your plate if you're having a great time? Uh, and so even just that perspective is something that can shift how you think and how you do and how you succeed when you're creating these things. So yeah, I really loved your list. I think it was fully comprehensive. So well done, Nathan. No, thank you, Christina. Um, You know, that's, um, that's just a beautiful thing. And I think of somebody like you, who's literally almost half a world away from me. um, And like, even though we're in this lifestyle, and you know, have a lot of similarities, what I have probably run into you, probably in other circumstances, yeah, maybe possibly, but I don't think it's very likely. And that's the beauty of this app is we're not just international. I mean, majority of the people here are here in the States, but there's also people in other countries going through different experiences. And I can ask them questions, maybe just fun, like little cultural things, because we're not all always about this lifestyle, but, you know, just about different perspective and different things they go through in, in different, you know, terms of healthcare or what have you. There's, there's just a whole different world of experiences. And that's what I love about this app and the fact that my community is international uh, in a way. So thank you for that beautiful contribution. And I appreciate you uh, sharing that, your, your experience as well. And, um, and uh, you always give tremendous insight. So thank you so much. Uh, Vaughn, um, you're newer to Clubhouse. Uh, I've had great conversations with you. I think you're kind of newer to this lifestyle. I don't want to speak fully for you. But yeah, did you have any questions or comments about finding community support or maybe this app or whatever you want to share? I, I'm willing to listen. So you can unmic whenever you're ready. See, it, it takes me a while to even unmic when I need to. See, I'm still getting uh, hands-on Clubhouse. I was led to Club. I, I don't. I forgot how I got the Clubhouse originally years ago. I think a friend was in a, um, a Twitter room, and they're more into tech and more. They were into the music, and music was my thing. Um, but it, there were a lot of speaking spaces on Clubhouse that. A very forward thinking. I know it was great during the pandemic. Um, I ended back on, I think there were some music podcasts that were on. And then I didn't stay on long, but uh, someone was doing like a, a emotional healing group um, for past relationships. And 
and like finding healthy forward um decision making in that and they 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 do lives on Facebook and they do the clubhouse here. So I downloaded the app. Well, I didn't. I made the app more active, and then I just connected to the positive things I was interested into, interested in, and that's how I ended up here. There was probably a person I followed, and they they were positive and cool. So I ended up here, and I, I stayed because I know I'm always trying to lose weight. Always trying to build more muscle mass, be leaner, and have good metabolic health. And, and I appreciate the um, the Cheeto benefits of lowering your AC, A1Cs. So that, that's my that's my take on that. No, uh, thank you for sharing that, Vaughn. Um, one thing I was going to ask you, like I said, I think you're at least you're newer to the space. I don't know if you're newer to Keto. But were there other communities that you checked out um, as far as, you know, like community support or like, is it, do you check out people on social media or video, like YouTube videos or anything like that? Does it, did, had you done anything to that prior? So on, on Instagram, I follow a lot of, um, I follow a few female bodybuilders. I follow some healthy eating guy people. There's like a uh, one person I follow. His name is Doctor. Hold on, I know how to find him. Cause what what media is this on? Is this Facebook or Instagram or Instagram? Okay. And his name is Doctor. Hold on, am I on the right one? I am on the right yeah, one. Yeah, we don't. People, I was just kind of curious who you check out and um, you know what other forms well, might be. Yeah, especially when you're new. Because how long have you been in this lifestyle now? I'm not marking time. I'm just I just have some goal some goals. I haven't completely committed to keto. I just know I need to not eat sugar. So and, and, and you're keto curious. Right? And uh, I'm. Uh, I, I think sometimes I do go keto, but there, there are certain things I'm not going to um, name. I like, I like fruit. I like, um, I like fruit and I love beans. Um, I'm doing less rice and more quinoa, but, and, and I try to stay away from a lot of bread. Like, it's, yeah, so, but. I'm keto curious and y'all are a positive group. And it's also the discipline of eating or not eating in certain ways and eating between time periods. And if you add enough of the good habits and then stay away from the foods that are really bad, you should be fine. Yeah, that's my, my keto involvement and activity no no i i totally get that and thank you for sharing i'm i'm just curious because sometimes uh i'll go i'll I'll have to go back in mind and uh or back in time not my mind uh and try to think like you know how how was i in this lifestyle in the beginning you know what things was i doing and and sometimes i you know i it's just interesting to see especially when people start out you know was their journey like mine um and you know just because you might not be just because you do things the way that I don't do things, you know, that I may not do things, I don't, pa- I don't pass any judgment on you. Um, you know, I always say people have to do what works for them. Um, and, you know, if they have ideas about being in ketosis, I have certain ideas. But, you know, other than that, you know, if, if you're living a life and you feel it's healthy, that's then I say more power to you. Um, you know, I, I even kind of feel that this is maybe not popular with some in the community, but people who are vegan or doing whole 30 or paleo or whatever, you know, things that might be very contradictory to me, um, you know, a certain lifestyle. Um, I say, you know, if you feel it's, it's helping you, then who, who am I to kind of judge you? You know, you got to do what makes you feel healthy. Um, I do have theories about, you know, how animal fats and saturated fat and fat in general and uh, animal proteins are very beneficial to human development, but that's not for me to say. Um, I just know my experience. I know the experience of some others. 
And if you just feel that that's not productive for you, then that's your journey and I wish you well. So that's kind of where I leave it. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting because the one doctor I didn't mention his name, he's a doctor of pharmacy. He, I think he appreciates all foods. It's just eating the right amounts at the right times. And what I also figure, what I'm also truly believing is people really need to understand Maybe, maybe let's not do that. I was going to say they really un- need to understand their, their their body makeup, but I don't want to do that, right? Because that's a lot of work. And some, pe- some people, that's just too much. And that's probably not the point I'm getting at. What I'm really getting at is what types of foods should they eat when for their body and what combinations? If they really understood it, and really could apply it for a good measure of time, I think it would it would have the best results. Now, in lieu of that, I think we have some hyper-keto, hyper-vegan, hyper-vegetarian, um, some people that only eat meat all the time, some people that only eat fruit. I, somebody said that, that that had, that was, good and bad for certain reasons. But I think it's a matter of knowing what's best for the specific person and finding the foods that help 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 with health and avoid disease. And get you to feeling as energetic and and strengthened as possible. No, great points all around. And you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that because somebody like myself, I have vegetables on occasion. Uh, I like them. I don't mind them. But I know Christina is into the carnivore lifestyle. Uh, and it's, I don't know if it's just meat or just animal product or where she is on the spectrum of carnivore. But um, but I know that she has some involvement in that. And she, you know, she avoids probably things like um, uh, vegetables and those kind of things. And like I say, we're all different. We all got our own experiences or our own goals or health journeys, sometimes health complications, and that can require different things. So that's why I don't cast any judgment on what she does. Um, and you know, if it's working for her and it's, you know, worked for others, um, it's no, it's no judgment for me to pass on them. Yeah. And, and I think we're all different, right? I, I, I've had a few instances in life where I, I didn't judge, I, I almost condemned, which is what we really mean by judge, which is actually worse. But I was at a wedding. Yeah, I'm going to skip the other situation because it's just not important. But he, I was at a wedding, and he had meat on the plate, and he says he never eats vegetables. I don't eat that. And, and my and my my only thought was, how are you alive? Like, but but I, I I didn't mean it in a bad way. I just thought that vegetables were like medicine for the body. But if you can eat the other things a certain way, like I said, the right time for your body, the right things, I think it'll go well. And I've had two instances where there are two. One's my dad. And one's another close friend, and they can't eat vegetables because of certain medicines they take and certain things that have occurred in their body. I never imagined that there there would be people that should not eat greens. I thought greens was like the healthiest thing for everybody. We're all different. So I have learned. No, good points. Yeah, uh, I've I've opened up my mind too because I was in the same camp as you, even when I started in this lifestyle. I think carnivore. So I joined this lifestyle to be four years in November, um, and I think carnivore was kind of being flirted with about four years ago. Or there's only like Sean Baker and maybe one or I think the Petersons, Jordan and Michaela Peterson, um, who talked about their. Well, they were actually even more strict than the carnivore or the carnivore diet. They were what's called the lion diet, which is ruminant meat and salt only. Um, and that's even still seems radical to me, but I've actually done a small trial with it and found, you know, I had some good short-term benefits. I don't know if I'd do it long-term, but I definitely noticed a difference. That was for sure. Um, so, what, what kind of meat and, and salted so, meat? 
Yeah, the lion diet is ruminant meat, meaning animals that are ruminants, like a, a lamb, uh, cows, um, buffalo, uh, basically like grass feeding grazing animals. And that's all you eat is just the meat and salt. Um, and if you ever want to look up Michaela Peterson specifically, her father, Jordan Peterson, who's famous for other stuff, um, he uh, has his own health journey too. But she really had some severe, almost, almost autoimmune mental health issues and swears by eating ruminant meat only for the last, I don't know, it must be five years now. Um, and she's had some really like great health improvement. And I don't know if she's eliminated all medications or most of them, um, but really had a dramatic turnaround just by eating ruminant meat only. And I think she's on lamb now. I don't even think she eats beef anymore. Um and uh, she's just has found some real good benefits. Now, is it going to be something? What's her, what's her muscle tone like? Oh, pretty good. Like I, fabulous. I, I, what did you say, Christina? I said her muscle tone is fabulous. Like you shared a photo of her the other day, Nathan, and she looks yeah. smoking. Um, and I just wanted to add, Vaughn, that um, from the perspective of a a health professional, meat has everything that you actually need to to thrive. Like. All of the nutrients and the vitamins that you actually need to thrive is contained within meat and animal products. Uh, and so for those people who are only eating meat or animal animal products as well, um, you know, they're getting absolutely every nutrient that they actually need and they're not getting any of the extra stuff that their body has to work out like oxalates, which you're going to get if you're eating leafy greens, for example, um, which can be really challenging for a lot of people as well. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. And Mom, what the one thing I go ahead. What comes to mind to me though, I so I understand, right? Sometimes you get extra, right? But is it bad sometimes sometimes is it I don't wanna say this in a uh, is, to get it to get it broken down so much, right? Some things somebody some of these animals really break down food like i don't know but then i could see it, them breaking it down to to vitamin level micronutrients in a good way i'm now i'm curious i i wonder what's the truth yeah so i would encourage you like this is not something i if you're kind of either flirting around with the ketogenic lifestyle because carnivore is basically a subset of the ketogenic diet because you know you're in the definition of at least my definition of the keto diet is anything that puts you in ketosis, which can be a variety of things. Um, but being that carnivore is almost no carb, very, very few carbs. Anyway, you're almost guaranteed to be in, in ketosis, um, you know, obviously with some uh, with some factors here and there. So um, that's one thing I warned in here is is about that. And I know I'm kind of we're kind of wandering off on a topic but fine. You can ask questions. But I am just talking about now. I'm, now I'm very curious. <laughs> You're kind of and I'm going <laughs> and I'm going to say something. I, and, and, and just hear me out. Just just hear me out. If this room was following, let's just say. Let's just say. If this room's religion was ketogenic diet and lifestyle right right let's just say the gospel would be just hear me out putting your body in ketosis or every day we would focus on the definition of ketosis or ketogenics and help us understand it right nobody should leave the room not knowing what keto is what keto stands for and what ketogenics is I, so with that said all i'm going to say is sometimes we 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 are interested and curious about things and we get away from the heart of it and I'm just, I'm just curious, right? Sometimes, cause sometimes everybody, like the focus is a lot of people, right? They think keto, they think, oh, losing fat and 
getting lean and maybe lowering their sugar. Uh, but they never, they don't really understand what ketosis is or how to get there. I'm just curious that, uh, to, so that I, I can, so that I can at least know what the bullseye is, so I can at least get in that main space, even if I never hit the exact middle of this dartboard. No, no, I kind of hear what you're saying. Um, I think I think for somebody like this, this is kind of where I say everyone's kind of different going through their own journey. And I've even, you know, I can pick out everybody in this room if they're in the ketogenic lifestyle. I can confirm most of them are kind of in the same lifestyle as me. Um, and I kind of, I'm just going to mute your mic, Vaughn. I'm getting a little background here. Um, so let's mute. Yeah, there, no, no offense. Um, so I think that, um, that, uh, you know, everyone kind of has their own journey and the way I do things is not the way how Chris does things, not how Christina does things, not how you do things, Vaughn, Sherry, Lynn, or Jocelyn down there. Um, and we all are going to have different bio individual markers that do this. And that's why we come to community. I don't, I'm not coming to these communities to look for hundred percent in agreement with what I do. I actually want a little difference of opinion. And I think that's kind of what we should, what, um, we should seek out. Um, I actually posted a clip on TikTok. Uh, it was actually somebody who was a political commentator, but they were talking about diabetes and the ketogenic lifestyle. And they were kind of talking things out. And he actually knew some pretty good information. Uh, I'm actually surprised because most people don't even know the, the basic information that, that, uh, that, that we know about in this lifestyle. So it was kind of incredible that he knew at least some of what we have. But I, I think when you're coming into this community for support, you're, you're looking for you know, new ideas, new inspirations, maybe a different way of tweaking something um, and kind of experimenting. And I don't think, um, you know, like Ken Berry, who's one of the influencers I watch a lot, he always jokes about, you know, how we always want to eat grass-finished, grass panda-massaged, you know, put that in quotations. He calls it panda-massaged, grass-fed beef. Uh, obviously, there's no, no such thing, but like, He's, he's giving the illusion of very high-end like wab or uh, wagyu steaks like in Japan where they actually massage the cows and they listen to music and all kinds of weird stuff. But it's like $100 a pound or something, like really obscene price. Uh, is it pretty good? From what I've heard, I've never eaten it personally. It's pretty good. But at the same time, I can't, I don't have the budget to eat that kind of beef, um, you know, and, and get that high quality now. Um, and he has theories about, you know, kind of eating what you afford and those kind of things. And I think that's what, we, what you kind of stumble into with this with these communities is you find out what other people are doing, maybe how you can do things a little bit better. Um, maybe you have a budget that you're working within and that you're trying to work within that and what, what things will work within that budget. Um, you know, a whole variety of issues that come in. And that's kind of where community comes in when you're trying to figure things out. And I know you're, you're keto curious or however, whatever language I want to use, Vaughn. Um, and you're, you know, you're hearing about things like carnivore and I always encourage people to find out more do your research beforehand. Uh, I'm more of an analytical side, especially when it comes to the Myers-Briggs, uh, uh, side where I have to, I did like months of research before I got into this lifestyle. I'm not saying you have to do that or anyone else, but that's how I approach things and try to get information. Um, and, uh, yeah, just try to figure things out, tweak things, see how you feel and kind of go from there. So don't definitely don't want to overwhelm someone like yourself who's new to this lifestyle. But when you're in this community, um, it's kind of cool to hear about people's experiences and, um, you know, kind of relate to it and see maybe it's something you want to adapt or maybe it's something that you think, hey, that's, work, that's great, it works for them, but I just don't think it's for me at this time or I, I think I like where I'm at right now. You know, there's a, there's a variety of things that come into it. So I'm just saying that, does that make sense? Yes, I got a question. What's the fastest way to ketosis and how long can a person stay there and be okay? And just a general answer. And if I need to keep in mind some other things, please let me know. Yeah, well, again, um, I'm not going to encourage somebody to get into the fastest form of ketosis, but in my opinion, one of the quick ways to do it is by fasting, uh, maybe for a few days, uh, is to get into really quick ketosis. I Again, I don't advise that for everybody. Um, but again, we're kind of getting away a little bit from the whole topic of the room here, which is community support. But, um, you know, I'm happy to answer questions now and then, but fasting's probably the fastest way. Uh, fasting's the fastest way, uh-huh. Um, but, 
You like that, Christina? I did. But also I wanted to add, like coming back to that community support place is that, you know, the reason that people do different things, like, you know, I went, I went carnival versus keto was because a, that suited my lifestyle a little bit easier. It was going to be easier for me to manage. And it was along that way that I also then discovered that I had a food addiction that for me, even a little bit of berries like sends me off into that whirlwind of, oh my God, I just need to like eat as much sugar as I possibly can because I'm actually a carb addict. And that again is that space of why we want to connect with community because, you know, not everybody fully understands what it feels like to be a carb addict and being able to connect with other people who are like, oh my God, I know what that feels like. Here's how I deal with it. Here's the strategies. Here are the things like that. That's the part of coming into community and actually understanding that as well, because it's not what I want to do. So how do I do it differently? And we don't necessarily have the role models in our normal everyday life because majority of society has not even thought about sugar being a, a thing that's a problem for them or that they could potentially be addicted to it, that it's actually creating havoc in their life and changing their relationships and their work and all of the other opportunities that they might have, which we would associate with, say, a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction. But sugar also has that type of addictive um, mechanisms and actions to it. And just like you mentioned before, Nathan, like Alcoholics Anonymous, they meet together so that they can actually share their burdens, talk about the challenges that they're facing, maybe help find solutions for each other, but even just being heard hey, this is what it feels like, can be an amazing thing for somebody who's going through something. Yeah, great points, Christina, really, for sure. Um, yeah, that's that's um, that's what I found out with this app as well, is that um, I it's the first time I came into an experience, um, and even the meetings I did in person, uh, where me and Lenny were involved, in-person meetings, um, it felt like I was talking about an experience or hearing other people's experiences, um, and they would share things that I only thought I was sh- that I had in my head. And these people were saying the exact same thoughts that were in my head out loud. And I was like, "Holy crap! Like I'm not the only one." And touching on your food addiction piece too is there's a lot of things that kind of came out with that with that as well. Um, I I'd known for about a decade that I had issues with food. Um, but there wasn't a such thing as food addiction. You know, it wasn't necessarily binging. It wasn't, um, you know, I didn't have bulimia or anorexia or anything that actually is a medical diagnosis or mental health disorder at this point. But I had issues with food and it's not a medical condition, but I've got something. And now the, the fact that I kind of treat it like an addiction and I've got community support with that. And I have other people that have shared their stories about how their relationship with food is a challenge as well. Um, it makes me feel like I'm in the right ballpark and, and trying to figure things out. So thanks, Christina, for sharing that as well. And um, I, I just, I think finding community support is really invaluable. Um, and that's why we're kind of working through this with Vaughn in a way. You know, he's asking some questions. He's trying to figure things out. He's intrigued, wants to learn more. And I always encourage him to do that and ask questions. So, um, but I just wanted to have that room. Vaughn, I didn't know if you had any additional thoughts. Um, but, uh, I'll probably get close to closing down the room here. Um, and if you want to share anything, you can feel free to unmic. Thank you. Um, and you're right. I, you're right. Cause they, they people are at different places in their journey and depending on, and, it, and even if we all had the same bodies based on what we've eaten and we'd all need to eat something different at some point to get to the ideal of, and see we all have different ideals. So we kind of got to see, I think it's good that we have certain people at different extremes. And when I say extremes, I mean kind of like, like, like in terms of the furthest unique diet where, or as, as, um, like maybe there's somebody that fat that only drinks water for certain days of the month, or someone that only eats buffalo bison meat. I love buffalo meat. Once I heard about bison, I was just a very happy person. Um, I, and I love lamb and I love fish. Uh, um, 
But yes, um, and then some people that only eat vegetables. Um, like I know for me, I could consider vegetarian. I think vegan would be hard for me. Um, but I, I but I appreciate both for for various reasons. I just want to be healthy and eat the right things at the right time and be as disciplined as is ideal to be healthy. Excellent. Great way to end on a good note there, Vaughn. Thank you for sharing that. But yeah, um, I just, uh, I appreciate everyone who is here, Vaughn, yourself, Chris Long, uh, Christina, um, as well, sharing some great insights and, and, um, um, responses. And the, I think the thing with Clubhouse that I love so much is it's not just a podcast. It's like an interact. I mean, it's kind of like a conference call if you really think about it, but it's like an interactive podcast. And that's kind of what I'm doing here, but I'm bringing it onto my Spotify channel on my show. And that's why I kind of want to just get another like thing I can share out with the community as well. So anyway, I, I think this is a great discussion. Thank you guys so much for your questions and your topics and your discussions. I really appreciate that. Um, I can unmike or I can go on mute if anyone has any closing thoughts. Um, and uh, on the topic of community support. Um, and uh, otherwise, we can go ahead and close the room. Thanks for a great discussion. Anyone have any thoughts? Well, with that, I'll go ahead and shut down the room. Um, I think this podcast will be up probably a week from today. Um, if you guys want to check it out, um, and, uh, we do have, hopefully we're going to have Charles, uh, Maddox on from the reverse series tomorrow. It's going to be allegedly, it's supposed to be noon, um, tomorrow, my Easter or, um, sorry, central time. Um, so, uh, if you're awake, then, um, you could check that out, but, um, but yeah, so um, if you guys want to check that out, it should be here at uh, it's on Keto for the Soul. I'm having a little trouble communicating with him as far as like he's got to follow me, and then I can add him to the event. The event's been created, but I don't know if he fully understands. So hopefully we'll see him here uh, at some point, and we'll get that up, and we can talk about his series Reversed, which if you can check it out on Ken, Dr. Ken Berry's uh, YouTube channel, uh, Reversed. It's on the Carnivore Lifestyle this season three. If Bonnie, if you want to check that out, I'd encourage you because that's a great introduction into the lifestyle and people experimenting with it. Um, so you can learn more about the effects of it and that kind of thing. So um, I appreciate that. Uh, the name of the podcast here. Good question, Vaughn. My podcast is a very complex uh, name. Hard to remember. It is the Nathan Bitzer show. It is. <laughs> I just figured like, you know, I, I could have like my keto recovery, which is my handle, but I'm like, you know what? Just get a little name presence out there. Keep it simple. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm on Spotify, Apple, um, Google podcasts, Amazon, like about eight or eight or so, all the big ones. I think most of the big ones, if you want to check that out, uh, you can check me out on social media. I post about it all frequently. Um, there's just a podcast up today from last week about exercise. So feel free to check that out. And, uh, again, I thank you guys for your contributions and, um, um, it was just some great insight in, in sharing your perspective. So thank you to those of you who attended today. You guys have a great Saturday. And um, Christina, when is Australia's fourth uh, uh, of July? Like, what what is Independence Day for Australia? Oh, uh, it's probably the Australia Day, which is in January twenty sixth, but it's very contentious uh, because it's also known as like Invasion Day. So. Yeah, we don't really have as big a one as like the U.S. does. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, we kind of, um, we stuck it to the monarchy and that's kind of our thing. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess. We haven't got that yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the, well, them and Canada and, you know, a couple other handful of countries or whatever. But I don't know. Bygones are bygones. You know, we're very friendly with England now. I'm not holding, I mean, who holds a grudge? I mean, somebody probably does, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know the queen the queen uh or no it's king now it's not queen um the king now is uh is not quite the factor that he was back in the 1700s so um we just didn't like paying taxes and 
wanted to do our own thing and eh, whatever it is what it is, but okay. Well, uh, yeah, I know. And, and for those of you, and I don't want to speak totally be ignorant of Australia's politics, but, um, they were basically an Island of convicts at one point. That's where England used to send. Them. <laughs> so, um, they've got an interesting history. So that's all I'll say, but thank you. Uh, I was just curious. I'm kind of rambling now. We can go ahead and shut down the room, but Thank you guys again. I can't thank you enough for the great discussion. And, and Vaughn, uh, I wish you well and come back to these rooms. And uh, if you want to check out my podcast, great. Um, I probably should start pinning it in these rooms so people can check it out. Um, but yeah, whatever platform you like listening to podcasts, it should should be on the So 